Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. This week, I will be uploading a Patreon episode, so please stay tuned on Best Week Ever Podcast on Instagram so you can find out where the link of the Patreon episode this month. I am doing this a monthly episode, so please stay tuned. But this month, I am having Nicole from Countess and Frenemies. You have heard her before on my show. She has an awesome TikTok. She does great astrology when it comes to like the Bravo casting on like Summer House. RuPaul as well is in there. Um, I can't wait to have her on because we are going to talk about traitors. Season two, that is. I have never seen the season one. I feel like I should start watching it. But season two of traitors we are going to fully recap it especially since i just saw this week's episode um i really think dan is in the hot seat right now and i can't believe parvati and phaedra are not teaming up together on taking dan down but that's just my opinion anyway so please stay tuned for that please enjoy this episode with me megan and jenny from what we're watching podcast Welcome back, guys, to another week of Best Week Ever podcast, where we discuss who's having the worst and best week ever in pop culture. This week, I'm super excited. I have Jenny and Megan from What We're Watching podcast, a weekly podcast about movies and TV, and I am super excited to have them on. I loved your episode of the Gilmore Girls. I'm a millennial through and through, and <laughs> you guys recapping it gave me such a delight. And I was just telling Megan how I'm super excited for your Mean Girls episode that just debuted today. Today is Wednesday that we're recording. This will be out in the weekend. So please go check out their podcast and that episode, guys. Jenny and Megan, thank you so much for being here. How are you? Good. Thank Hi. you so much for having us. Yeah, we're thank excited you so to be much. here. I'm super excited. Can you let my listeners know a little bit about yourselves before we jump into the worst week or best week ever categories? Sure. So Jenny and I are best friends that live in Denver and we started a podcast because every time we were together, I feel like we were always talking about our favorite TV shows and movies and we're also millennials. And so I feel like we just love the like nostalgic go-to comfort watches. And so that's exactly what our podcast covers. We recap different movies and TV shows, talk about the cast, behind the scenes, fun facts, all that good stuff. I love that. Yeah. And I mentioned that you guys just watched Mean Girls. Can you give like a brief um, like recap on your episode that just debuted today, Jenny? Yeah, absolutely. So our episode today, we dove really deep into the cast. We loved the cast of Mean Girls, but we also had a lot of mixed feelings about the musical and the adaptation and kind of how it compared to the original. So yeah, we, we dove deep. 
The only problem I have with the musical, I feel like they could have chosen a better heartthrob. I don't like what are your opinions on <laughs> the October 3rd guy? <laughs> a better Aaron Samuels? Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't dopey or like um hot enough. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I think your opinion is um probably the most common opinion. I think a lot of people agree with you. I disagree. I really liked him. <laughs> I just thought he had a lot of emotional range and his character was really sweet. And yeah, I thought he did a good job. Oh, I can't wait to watch and get into the episode of you guys talking about it. We are going to move on to our worst week ever honorable mentions. Guys, I'm super excited. Who do you have for your worst week ever honorable mentions? Okay, I have. We're going to try to tag team this and kind of go every other or something like that. But I have a couple. My first one is Lindsay Lohan because I feel like she is having a really hard time and is all over the media right now being really upset about one of the jokes from the new Mean Girls musical movie. Have you seen any of that? Yeah, I actually thought it was weird that Tina Fey was the one who wrote that line into the movie. And I thought they kind of like squashed their beef especially in the red carpet premiere. It was so great to see them together. I thought that was awesome. Just knowing the history of them too. Apparently Lilo was very um, borderline harassing Tina Fey after um, Mean Girls wanting to do the sequel for Mean Girls 2. I think she was like not allowed to be on set like Saturday Night Live when that was going down because Lilo did have a history back then um, being a rock and roll kind of a rebel actress. But yeah, I thought that was a bummer to find out that that was in the movie. Did Was it that much of a impact in like you guys saw it in theaters? Were the people laughing at all? It was like the tiniest blip. Like I barely even caught it. It's it's in a part and this like doesn't spoil the plot or anything. There's a, a part of the movie where they have basically like different TikToks flashing across the screen to kind of like get the gist of how much people like Katie towards the end of the movie. Um, and it's supposed to be like people from school and stuff like talking about how Katie is cool. And one of them is a quote from a guy. I think it's, no, it's Megan Thee Stallion, isn't it? In her cameo. Mm -hmm. She says like, uh, like we love Katie's red. Y2K Firecrotch is totally back. And then it like skips to another quip and then another quip and then another quip. So it was a very small part of the movie. And yeah, I just like, I feel bad that she's having a hard time with it, obviously, and that she feels offended and is sad. But then also I'm like, I was so like you, I was so excited to see her be part of the movie and to see her like seen and to have her back with Tina and the whole thing, like just made me so happy. So I'm just like, why is there beef happening? It like kind of <laughs> frustrates me. I know. I hate the beef. I want them to squash it. And I thought them being together definitely brought like some solace between them you know what I mean just like yeah definitely squashed beef but what a bummer uh, can you imagine being Lilo in the audience watching the movie and reading it now knowing that I thought it was just an actor said it you know in the movie I but reading it as a tweet yeah I would be kind of it's kind of triggering yeah and she's like to she's totally allowed to be upset about it it's just like it's a it's unfortunate that like that's what's coming out of this with her because it was such a like her uh like role in the movie her cameo was really sweet and I liked it and so yeah it's just kind of a bummer 
Yeah, it overshadows the yeah, the shininess of her being Exactly. in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. What a bummer. So my worst week honorable mentions is I have a couple. Actually, I have two. Is have you guys seen the Valley trailer with Jax and Brittany, Kristen Dowdy, and her a boyfriend, Luke? They gave the um uh, they showed the trailer, I think about last week. Um, Vanderpump Rules, the teaser just came out, like apparently a bunch of uh Bravo handlers, like people who are in the media talking about Vanderpump Rules, got to see the first episode of the season that's coming out in a couple weeks. And of course, there was the trailer of the valley that everyone since day one never wanted to begin with. And The trailer kind of proves us right that no one really wants this. So I, it's a worst week ever for me. I don't know. Are you guys a Vanderpump like fans at all or watchers? I'm not, but I, it's all over my social media all the time. So I feel like I need to just get into it <laughs> Get next ready. time. It's going to, it's going to like tumble over now that the new season started. I feel like it has not stopped since it ended last year. Yeah. Did you I guess guys we'll have, skip the valley. yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have any other worst <laughs> week ever honorable mentions? I do have one other, which it's like sort of a lingering sentiment from the last week or two, which is Selena Gomez. Because I was expecting her to have like best week ever because they just announced the Wizards of Waverly Place reboot. I don't know if you saw that. Yes. And so she's like posting all about that. But I feel like there's just this sort of lingering sentiment from her or not from her but around her with the whole she's you know how she constantly is like quitting social media and then coming back 24 hours later I feel like the public after the Golden Globes for some reason has like caught on to the fact that she's done that she does that all the time and I just feel like I'm seeing all this just like all these comments on social media but then also like in some of the podcasts that I listen to I feel like she's made it into the weekly roundup of like Selena Gomez is back at it saying she's not going to be on social media and then coming right back like so anyway it just feels like there's people are starting to like really see her as messy and that feels lingering Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, especially with the gossip gate that was happening at the Emmy Awards, yeah she has definitely been on the spotlight of just being a messy bitch. <laughs> A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And like, I feel like if we pay close attention to pop culture, like all of us do, like we've known that for a long time, but it feels like it's becoming more public. And so that's just been kind of like funny to see, but a bummer for her because I feel like the Wizards of Waverly Place is what she wants to be shining right now. Yeah, and they should, I know, I'm excited for that. I remember it being such a big hit, the TV show. I was watching it with my sister back then. Selena Mm Gomez hmm was like, comedic timing of it all in that show was great for her. It's why I want her to act more than sing. I feel like she's like a better actress than singer. Um, Agreed. but yeah, she's just like, She is really, it's funny because wasn't it literally last year where she was like tumbling on the red carpet, like needed to be like hell Was pant, that last year? right? I feel like Yeah, it was maybe. last year, maybe. I, I can be off ever since 2020 time for me is Oh, it's all the same. <laughs> but 
another worst week honorable mention ever for me i have to add another little bravo in there is the real housewives of salt lake city they have fired monica i think this is probably a curse for the housewives we all seen what happened to the dallas they like got rid of someone and then the final season ended up being their final season they didn't even have like any sort of um, foreshadowing that the show was going to be canceled but I don't know. We'll see what will happen with the new season five of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Apparently, two new cast members will be joining the show. Monica is officially out. Apparently, from what Andy said on Watch What Happens Live, she is on pause. But we all know what that means with Dorinda, which, by the way, Dorinda may have been on pause, but she's still on my television screen on Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip the Roni legacy like I don't think I think they're probably going to put Monica in other shows other than probably Real Housewives of Salt Lake City but yeah probably a worse week for the Housewives of Salt Lake City just because I don't know I don't find next season without Monica like what are their stories going to be like we're just gonna have to find out do you guys watch that show at all I don't, but like I've seen this everywhere on social media and on your social media too. And I'm wondering, is Monica like a fan favorite or is she like a drama starter? She's like a problematic fave for sure. I mean, okay. like <laughs> she was good TV. The relationship that she had with her mother was interesting to watch. The way that she was rattling these women about information that she held because of that troll account that she was a part of. I, and also, um, the last part three of the reunion aired last night, and I just feel like, I don't know, by the end of the reunion, I just felt bad for Monica, because you can tell she was just, like, tired of fighting that fight alone against all these women, and yeah, she, it's, it's sad, because it, I was expecting a little bit more from her in the reunion, but I don't know, we'll see what happens with this cast. Interesting. Who is your worst week ever runner-up? Okay, you'll notice a theme with everything we're talking about tonight <laughs> because it's on our minds. We're talking about Mean Girls again. I'm so sorry. No, I love it. I need to get into <laughs> it and I'm watching it soon. So I, please continue. <laughs> you'll get all the prep you need from us. Don't worry. So we think that Anne Gowrie Rice, who plays Katie in the musical movie, is having one of her worst weeks and it kind of sucks because this is her biggest role right I'm pretty sure this is like the only like giant movie that she's been the lead of so this should be her best week ever she's starting to become recognizable and a household name for the first time but she's getting a lot of hate for her performance in Mean Girls her That's vocals a bummer. Mm -hmm. it, for her vocals I thought it was for her like just being Katie I think partially that might have been it too. Like maybe people have Lindsay Lohan in their head. And so anyone who was going to play Katie might have been a disappointment to people. Right. But yeah, her vocals are really, um, <laughs> people are not liking them. Megan, well, you have a lot to say about that though, don't you? Yeah. Wait. Okay. So we talked about this in our episode. I, I've seen a bunch of TikTok videos just saying that like the, Mean Girls musical is notoriously really difficult to sing. And so it doesn't make me feel bad for her that she's getting so much flack for it. 
because she is talented and it's just difficult to sing but also like the rest of the cast is so talented like broadway stars renee rap you know like the the best you could get and so i yeah i just feel bad but it's fair like her voice is not as strong as the other cast members and she is the lead of the movie and like totally to your point i think she's also getting flack for not having as much of her personality shining through like i think she she is a little bit more of like a quiet reserved version of katie so i think it's a little bit of both no you're so right just because when you look at the promo and the ads for mean girls it's all renee rap mm-hmm. so like she is being overshown a little bit it, it's giving me like girl interrupted vibes do you remember the drama behind that all where it was Winona Ryder's movie Mm -hmm. and it was supposed to be her Academy Award moment but Angelina Jolie obviously stole the whole entire limelight of that movie and everyone was just so into Angelina Jolie that it kind of washed out Winona Ryder's like time of like wanting to get a Oscar and I feel like that's kind of, and I don't want to pit them against each other because I feel like this cast had so much fun making the movie together and they have so much love for each other. But I don't, like I said, I don't want to pin them against each other, but it is a versus Renee Rapp and how do you say your name? Angori Rice? Angori, yeah. We have yeah. to look it up. <laughs> and Ashley Park is in there too. There's just so yeah. many stars that over, like kind of overshines her yeah totally Totally. yeah that that sucks for katie i hope she i don't know i hope she picks up another musical after this or just like another big like dramatic role because she's a great actor and she's a good singer and so i think having her like obviously it's great for her to her career even if people are giving her shit for it like she's the lead of a huge blockbuster movie so i'm sure we'll see her again and and people will like her but i agree i hope she gets a chance at like a very lovable role next time yeah Mm. so for my worst week ever runner-up I don't know if you've guys seen this or not but JLo's new movie trailer have you guys gotten a chance to see her new album this is me now Uh, actually no oh wow I don't know if you want to like take a minute and watch it right now I can pause if you but actually yeah I would love to see it very dramatic I would love to hear you recap it like second by (laughs) second (laughs) but she is my worst week ever for her trailer of JLo's movie this is me now it's not hitting the way I think she thought it was going to hit the movie it's apparently a rip I'm sorry I'm gonna say this a ripoff off of Taylor Swift and you know the whole Beyonce when they came out with their albums they did a whole visual live kind of a music video towards the album like a movie and that is what JLo is doing and it's basically the upbringing of her life and uh, I feel bad just because I know she spent millions and millions of dollars to produce and make this but it's just someone tweeted saying like if you were to describe a Leo, like this is the most Leo thing that <laughs> you can ever like think of. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> but what are your thoughts? Let me let me um let me know what you think after you watch it. 
okay, I'm 40 seconds in and I have no idea what's happening. Like, I can't tell if this is supposed to be a movie or like you said, is this supposed to be like a a visual album? Like, it's just a bunch of like, it feels like a, a mashup so far of like all of the most iconic like music video shots of like her on a motorcycle and her all wet and then her dancing in a garden. It's like put together. Her dancing with Derek Huff really threw me off. I was like, okay, dancing with the stars. Like, (laughs) but I'm kind of surprised because I actually screenshotted this. Let me see if I can pull it up on my phone because I thought that Ben Affleck would be all over this, but he is not in it. Uh, Fat Joe, Trevor Noah, Kim Petras, Post Malone, Kiki Palmer, Sofia Vergara, Jennifer Lewis, Jay Shetty, Neil deGrasse Tyson is in it. Uh, I'm Derek sorry, Huff. excuse oh, me. You have to stop. You have to stop. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson is in it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it, it, there's got to be something involving space in the movie. <laughs> but Ben Affleck is in it. I probably just miss it. He is the last one to be named in this whole entire list of cameos. But yeah, I did not see Ben Affleck in that trailer. Did you guys see him at all? (laughs) And apparently this album's about him. So I don't know. I I just feel like I can totally see her in the studio editing with the editors this trailer. And it's just not like, I'm sorry, she thought she ate and she didn't. Yeah, I I didn't see Ben Affleck either. But I, the first... The top comment on YouTube when you watch the video is this looks like an SNL parody trailer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Which just makes me so sad for I'm confused. Like, is this a visual album or is it a movie? It has to be a visual album because she's been talking about this album since the summer. I just didn't know that she was, yeah, she was following the footsteps of Miss Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, I feel bad for J Lo. <laughs> star studded cast though, good for her. Good for her yeah. for the star studded cast. But you know who's having the most worst week? It has to be Ben because <laughs> he has to deal with <laughs> yeah. the, the rash of her. For sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who is your worst week ever winner? Okay, we have kind of a double here, which is Margot Robbie and Greta Gerwig for getting snubbed on their Oscar nomination, specifically to me, Greta Gerwig, like for not getting nominated as best director of the year when Barbie got eight Oscar nominations to like not have the director, the person like leading that get nominated is sad to me. So worst week ever for them. This has to be like devastating. I'm so glad that you guys agreed with this because that is actually my worst week ever as well. Margot and... But I I just I'm more surprised at Greta being snubbed. I yeah. feel like Margot, I the Academy is so dumb when it comes to like who they think is the best actor and best actress, but like when it comes to directing, I don't know, like the I really do think that the Oscars need to do some change, like divide the categories because there's like how many movies for Oscars best picture? I think it's too much. There's American fiction, Anatomy of Fall. Barbie, The Holdovers, Killers of the Moon, My Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, The Zone of Interest. Like all these movies are great, but they're so different that mm-hmm. I feel like 
the academy award needs to do something it's they need a change that's actually such a good point it's almost like it should be the way that the emmys are where you have like most outstanding drama most outstanding comedy and then like outstanding lead actor in a comedy and then in a drama because they really are just different forms like to compare them is very difficult and the director's have a different job because they're trying to pull off a different reaction from the audience and I just think Greta Gerwig did such a good job and it's like it just sucks that she didn't get nominated it sucks so bad and also like um to tag along with the snubbing with best actress I don't know if you've seen um the list it's Annette Benning for Nyad which is like a movie I did not hear about whatsoever like in theaters trailers like not even on twitter like didn't hear about this uh lily gladstone from um killers of the moon sandra is um from anatomy of the fall carrie from maestro which is a movie that i thought was the biggest flop ever and i thought maestro was like a big laugh to everyone and anyone who's seen that movie have you guys ever like seen the trailer or like know anything about maestro I saw the trailer and I feel like all I know about it is like all of the shit that Bradley Cooper was getting online for his prosthetic nose Mm -hmm. in the movie. (laughs) And then I never, I don't remember seeing anything about it even when it came out. Like I feel like it was just I didn't even know it came out. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh yeah. It came out and people, I just remember seeing it on Twitter, just people laughing about it. And apparently Bradley Cooper spent like seven years trying to make this movie happen which is kind of sad because it's just been like laughed at. And then there's Emma Stone on the best actress list too from Poor Things, which I've heard nothing but great things about, which I'm, I'm going to watch soon. But um, yeah, I just thought it was really disheartening to see, but then again, I'm not surprised, right. When it comes to the Academy Awards for them doing this all the time, I feel like they like did that with, Leonardo DiCaprio like what award did he win for the Oscars because I feel like it should have been the reverent or like another movie that got more traction than the actual Academy Award that he won for that's so true I'm trying to remember what it was I feel like it wasn't Wolf of Wall Street but it was like something I know exactly what you mean because he is notoriously snubbed and a lot of people are saying he was snubbed this year too because he was the lead in Killers of the Flower Moon. You, yeah, there's someone, like, there's such old farts in there. Someone has a vendetta, (laughs) you know, against Leo. They have a vendetta against, like, Greta because she is, like, Noah Baumbach, her freaking husband, has been (laughs) awarded. You know what I mean? Like, and she was the most talked, and um, I know um, Show Me the Yams, um, Yamana from, she's been on the show. She tweeted um, saying like, you know, when we saw the movie Barbie, we didn't really leave the theater talking about, yes, the movie, but more about like, oh my God, more women should be directing big fun movies like this one, you know? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's like this yeah. whole snubbing is just like, proving the movie right <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the message that it was trying to tell they it just like went over their heads yeah no they totally missed the mark and I, they just need some new blood in the oscars i don't know who i know it's very like 
culty and hidden with their black robes. They're very traitorish now that I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very behind closed doors. Yeah. But okay, Leonardo DiCaprio did win for The Revenant. Okay, it was that movie. So, okay. okay. That's good, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. I feel like we had such a good conversation this summer about the spending power of women, too, like with the Eras tour and the Barbie movie. And to mm-hmm. come out of that and say, like, women made this movie so successful because they felt, like, very seen by the message and they were willing to spend their money and bring their children and go back. Like, the fact that that's not the person, like, at the helm of that charge is not getting recognized is just so silly to me. Yeah, no, it's definitely I this is why I love pop culture because we're having conversations like this. And I feel like we're having more conversations like this. And I don't know. I hope the Oscars are listening. (laughs) We are now. (laughs) It's so important. It's an important conversation. It's so important. You're right. We're now going to move on to our best week category. Best week ever. Honorable mentions. I'll go first. I know this is probably a little bit late, but last week, Most Deaf was on a podcast. Let me see if I can get her name right. Um, He was on the podcast called The Cutting Room Floor, and the host of the podcast asked Most Deaf, would he consider Drake hip-hop? And I thought his response was hilarious because he literally said first thing that came out of his mouth was, why are you doing this to me? And he went on to say that, Drake is likable and he was trying to be as respectful as most deaf is I'm a huge most deaf fan I grew up listening to him middle school and on I had the biggest crush on him ever since I saw him play um do a set in the Rucker <laughs> in Rutgers um <laughs> but yeah I thought it was hilarious because I am a huge Drake hater and I just loved seeing one of my favorite artists who is top 10 best rappers of all time just kind of shit on drake so it was great and i'll see if i can put the link on the show notes and see if i can put the clip as well on the show is drake hip-hop i know drake is we're here for truth we're here for drake is drake is pop to me right that's fair in the sense that he, it's charting like pop music, popular music? In the sense like if I was in Target in Houston and I heard a Drake song. So it feels like a lot of his music is compatible with shopping. <laughs> Commercial music. Oh, it's, or it's commercial you know, music. shopping with an edge in certain instances. Or... Fair. I like Drake's music, but I understand exactly what you're saying. Of course. I mean, I, it's, I, I, I It's commercial, it. entertaining, fun, it's, good, it's, formulaic music that it's, is... It's likable. Likable music, yeah. It's likable. Um, but is it... You know, I'm going to leave you alone. We're going to move... We're going to move on. Um. <laughs> so many, so many products. So, so, so many so, skews. So many skews. Look at all these skews. Oh, so many products. So much merchandising. So oh, many barcodes. I love this mall. <laughs> Look at this place. 
I mean, look at this place. They have everything. Everything's here. They have everything here. Oh, this is great. This is a new Drake. You hear it? It's great. Okay. What happens when this thing collapses? This is the thing that we're talking about. It's like, nobody wants to talk about it. It's like, what happens when the columns start buckling? Are we not in some early stage of that at this present hour? Uh, Are we we seeing, like, the collapse of the empire? Buying and selling. Where's the message that I can use? Right. You know, what's in it for your audience apart from being... Um, like banging the pom-poms. Have you guys seen this clip at all? I thought it was pretty funny because you can tell he's just trying to be at, trying to hold back as much as he can. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> don't imagine. You love, don't you love it when someone that you really respect and admire has the same opinion as you? <laughs> yes, because I get so upset when, because it would have been so upsetting to find out how bu- how much of a fan he is of Drake, you know? But we all know most stuff is just lyrically talented. I just know he's probably like, yeah, it's shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who do you have for your best week ever honorable mentions? Do you want to go first, Jenny? Sure. I think you talked about her last week in your episode, but I have to say it again. Iowa Debris. She is everywhere right now. She's winning everything. She deserves it. She's amazing. And it was just announced today, the day that we're recording, that she is going to be hosting SNL, which is just like a crazy, awesome honor. And I'm so excited to see her on it. She's going to crush it. She's going to crush it. And it's so because she was in the writer's room about like five years ago for Saturday Night Live. I'm pretty sure she was like part of the team i know she hangs out with alex english um he's a writer in saturday night live too uh devin walker who just had his appearance this year on saturday night live he's been in the writer's room for a couple years with saturday night live too so it i thought it was amazing for her to go back where she kind of started and um yeah and she's and guess who's the performer that night it's J-Lo. J-Lo. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so maybe that like, will be her what best a pair. Ever. <laughs> Yeah. What did That's you guys funny. think about the Jacob Elordi Saturday Night Live? Because I didn't think it was as great as it, it anticipated it to be. I was so excited for it. I'm a big SNL girl. And I mainly watched it for Renee Rapp. Let's just be clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Jacob Elordi, he did okay. I usually think that SNL crushes more <laughs> than they did this time, if that makes sense. Like, there were a few flops, for sure. What did you think? I thought the promo for the episode was more exciting than the actual episode. <laughs> like, I had fun seeing Rachel McAdams, and you're right. I had a lot, way more fun watching Renee rap. Um, I thought it was hilarious with the lip reading, but I didn't really get as much laughs as I thought I was going to get watching yeah. it. Yeah. But I know I was going to probably bring it in. She's hilarious. I just love how, like, 
dry she is. I've seen I've actually seen her stand up um in 2021 at the Bell House in New York City. And it was like a surprise because um Marie Faustin and Sydney Washington had like it was like their hour with friends. Mary Beth Barone did a five minute stand up too. And it was a surprise for Ao to be there. And I just felt like I was and now that I think about it, I was so right. I just remember being like, I'm watching like a star. She was just starting the bear season one. Um, she was pretty much everywhere already, like um hanging out with Rachel Senef and they started the bottoms together. Um, but yeah, I just remember being like, holy shit, I'm watching like a star. And now she won an Emmy. She's in red carpets. She's in Paris Fashion Week. I I I just love that so much for her. Me too. I love when I feel like the like general public just like takes somebody and is like we love you you are perfect we must protect you at all costs and we're gonna just prop you up I feel like that's what's happening with her right now it like kind of reminds me of I feel like this happened at first maybe with Florence Pugh when she was in um oh what was that creepy movie Midsummer. yes I feel like this kind of happened with her then and it happened with like Ariana Dubose like after she like came out of Hamilton I feel like everybody is doing that with Io right now and I love her and it just makes me so happy that we're gonna probably see a lot more of her yeah I loved I said this last week but the fact that she came to the red carpet and they asked her is this like what you waited for and she's like no I was waiting more for like dental insurance like (laughs) (laughs) millennial queen with that answer (laughs) relatable Uh, another best week honorable mention I have to give it to Miss Anne Hathaway walking out when she found out that Condé Nast is going through a union strike um, with Elle magazine Vogue magazine Teen Vogue pretty much all the writers are walking out because of the uh, layoffs that that has been happening and I just thought Anne Hathaway has always been like for the act like you know she she is like a theater girl that she thinks about everybody she's thinking about the light man you know what I mean she's thinking about the guy who's um taking care of the food in the cater like corner like I really do think that she takes care of her like people when she works on set and for her to just like align herself with the union and walked away from like a photo shoot I like queen like flowers everywhere for her and Hathaway has been killing it this year looks and all I'm so glad she's back she was canceled for like a hot minute you remember that she's back yeah (laughs) I just remember being like wait why do we hate her (laughs) I did not understand that it was unjustified Megan and I actually did an episode on the princess diaries which is like one of my favorite movies and we did a huge deep dive on it there and learned a lot but mostly it was unjustified Mm -hmm. yeah no I'm glad that she yeah and everyone seems to forget that she was married to like a con artist do you remember her first husband (laughs) I don't know how she got to like put that under the rug like literally people don't even know that her her husband now is her second husband (laughs) wild 
Another best week honorable mentions I wanted to um, mention was Right Answers Mostly. The two ladies, Tess and Claire, I've had them on my podcast, was on Watch What Happened Live this past weekend. Super exciting to see two ladies that I love listening to, Right Answers Mostly, where they talk about history in a way that you wouldn't really think history would be talked about by smoking a a joint or having a beer. These girls are a lot of fun, and it was just great to see them on TV. They looked amazing. And also the fact that, like, Candace loves them. I just love seeing, like, a reality TV star loving a podcast. So, yeah, I had to give them my flowers. Um, Did you guys have anyone else on your best week ever honorable mention list? Actually, I have two that we already have talked about <laughs> so they're kind of conjoined one is rachel mcadams because i feel like since she announced renee rap on snl she's been everywhere i've seen like memes of her and renee and like graphics of them together like the old regina george the new regina george all of that um and then also i this is like from a little while ago but do you watch the show dave no but my brother does so i know like the premise of it Okay. It's like Dave Bird is the same. He goes by little Dickie. He has a show that's actually very funny on HBO Max. And one of the like through lines of the last season was him being in love with Rachel McAdams. And he has a song, like a rap that's in the show that also is on his album that just came out that's called Mr. McAdams. And he was just on Armchair Expert, that podcast this week. And so I feel like, and they talked about him loving Rachel McAdams. So I'm just like hearing her name and like seeing her pop up a bunch this week. And I love that because I love her and I just feel like she's having a a good PR week. She is actually my best week ever winner, guys. Yeah. You want to talk about being snubbed? You want to talk about being snubbed? This woman has been snubbed from The Notebook, Mean Girls, the original movie. And I don't know if you guys have seen Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. I highly, highly recommend watching it. I love the book as a child and now... Me as a mom watching that movie, Rachel McAdams playing a mom had me bawling in tears. I just couldn't understand, again, when you see the Academy Award list go up and you don't see Rachel McAdams' name. It's just like another snub on the list. But it's funny that she has been appearing now because apparently she appeared on Saturday Night Live. She hasn't really been promoting as much as you would say other actors have been promoting for like the Oscars right and um, apparently like her appearing after the Oscars um, votes closed out like she's just been on a rampage with showing up for Renee Rapp with the Mean Girls and the Saturday Night Live and I did see the Mr. McAdams uh, music video I thought it was (laughs) hilarious and it's just like it's it is the perfect song about Miss Rachel McAdams Um, But I think, and I'm forgetting who brought this up, but when it comes to like the time of this year, when it comes to like Oscar awards and the Academy Awards, um, we don't really remember more about the winners. I feel like we remember more about like movies that we love. Like um, it's like clout versus awards. Have you guys heard about this topic at all? Not really, but I'm I'm on board with it because I, <laughs> I totally agree. I think like 
if a movie that you love doesn't win or was your favorite movie or was huge in pop culture, it's way more memorable than if it wins like the best movie Oscar. Yeah, because like I, I mentioned the Annette Benning movie, Nyad. Like no one no one's gonna remember that movie. You know what I mean? I'm gonna remember Rachel McAdams being snubbed from the best actress because I loved watching her in Are You There God? This is Margaret. Like yeah, Rachel McAdams, just her showing up, still cute as ever, and just, she's the type of girl that can just show up and everybody's talking about it. Everyone loves her. She's so lovable. So lovable, yes. Also, I'm glad to hear you say you love that movie. That's very high on my list, actually. And so I'll, I definitely need to watch it. It's it was so unexpected because I was like, oh, I'll, I love the book. I'll watch it. And I heard from other like from another mom saying like, oh, my God, I was in tears. And I was like, really? <laughs> and, and then I was like, well, it is Rachel McAdams. And I was like, yeah, she had me bawling at the end. Oh, I'm sure it's so good. Sorry, I just have one. I have another one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> um, we already talked about him. It's Jacob Elordi. Because, again, I just feel like. I was surprised when they announced that he was going to host SNL because I feel like he's not as big of a name as a lot of the people that they have host. And even when they have up, you know, up and coming or like younger people, it's like a Taylor Swift. Like when she hosted it, when she was like 19, it's like a, a big star. So it's interesting to me that they picked him, but he's all I've seen on my social media for the last like couple of weeks with Saltburn and then with this. So I feel like this is like kind of pushing him to a different level. Yeah, no, this is like, brad pitt peak like fame mm-hmm. when i look at jacob lordy of how like famous he's becoming like how much everybody just love him it's taking me back to like when brad pitt was in like the early 90s and he was like the new it boy and just like in every movie and yeah jacob lordy gave gives me those vibes and i feel like he was a bit nervous when yeah. it came to Saturday, right? You can see that from him in, in his intro coming down the stairs. I think that's why in his monologue, they ha- he had like all of the cast helping him out. Like he didn't really talk much, if you notice. Yeah. And I think it's because he was nervous. Yeah, I, it, it really shows that he is better in a closed studio set instead of like a live. I, I would be nervous too. I forget that he's... um not from America so it's like a culture shock for him too you know but yeah I I think Jacob Lordy like did you guys see Priscilla because he has to be my favorite Elvis (laughs) I want to see it so bad so bad I liked it I love I love Sofia Coppola she does no wrong in my eyes and we all I feel like you also have to go in remembering that like it is a memoir of Priscilla herself. So you're not going to agree with a lot of things that are happening in the movie, like of how it's filmed and were, and were perceived. But I I just love Sofia Coppola's way of filming. So I automatically loved it. And uh, Jacob just played like a very mysterious Elvis for me compared to Austin Butler. Yeah, I've heard that. I'm I'm so excited to see his portrayal. I bet it's awesome. Who do you guys have for your best week ever runner up? Okay, we have the the ones that didn't get snubbed, Ryan Gosling and America Ferreira, especially America Ferreira, for getting nominated for their Oscar 
from Barbie. I just think they're both so talented and they both did such a good job. And I don't love that they're, especially for America, like I feel like in her interviews, congratulating her about getting nominated, she's having to answer a lot of questions or speak up about the fact that Margot and Greta didn't. And that makes me a little bit sad for her, but I'm so excited for her that she's like blowing up and finally getting all this recognition and people love her and that she was nominated. Is this her first nominee? Because I remember, the, do you remember um, Women with Curves? It was like one of, it was her debut film that she first. Uh-uh. I think this is her first nomination though. Okay. Because I remember Real real, yeah, real Women Have Curves. That's like. That a sounds movie. so familiar. It came out like early 2000s. I remember watching it because it was um Spanish and I just I loved watching it because of the women. Um it was like very family oriented with women and just talking about weight and especially in our culture like with weight and men. It's it, she's a teenager and it's a movie I highly recommend and it is um yeah, it is her feature film debut. And I remember watching it and, you know, you see her in Sisterhood Traveling Pants. Um, You saw her in Superstore, which I loved. It's like a great TV series. And yeah, I just always loved her acting. So I feel like what it's a bummer that she has to answer for Margot and Greta, but I'm sure they're telling her like, you don't have to do that. You're fucking amazing, (laughs) you know? For sure. For sure. Yeah. But yeah, no, definitely America Ferreira and um Ryan Goslin. He's so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like I feel kind of bad that everybody is like, of course Ken gets nominated and Barbie doesn't. Cause like he did a great job in that movie. Like he had a really big like transformation of like his character in the movie and he sang and he did a really good job and he was really funny he was yeah no he like I can't even think of any other actor that could have played it better like he did perfectly and I love how Eva Mendez came on Instagram Instagram and posted saying like how everyone and I remember how vicious people were on Twitter about the news finding out that Ryan Goslin was going to play Ken saying he's too old. Why would he dye his hair like that? Or like, mm-hmm. it's just so much crap. And now he's being nominated. It's like, yeah, you, he did receive a lot of hate for that role. And now for him to be the lovable dojo, dojo <laughs> Kaza, <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, yeah that's like another couple that I just love how private they are Eva and Ryan Goslin. I always forget they're together that's how private they are I never see them yeah and they yeah she's with the kids all the time which is fine I just would love to see her work as well yeah. <laughs> same um, for my best week runner-up, I have to give it to Law Roach. I don't know if you guys have been seeing like the Paris um, Fashion Week, but Zendaya killed it with her uh, dramatic black vamp look in yes. Paris fashion. Um, she attended the Chiaparelli's, she, she I know I'm saying it wrong, in the French capital. And Law Roach was right there next to her. I don't know if you remember last year, 
but there was a little bit of a drama going on about the seating on last year's um Paris fa Fashion Week where Zendaya was sitting in the front row, but there wasn't an extra seat for La Roche. And he was just like, oh, hell no. This time- I forgot sitting... about that. I totally forgot that happened. This year he was sitting next to her. He made sure that he got the front row seat. And I loved watching that for him because we all know he retired this year. He is the one who has been making Anne Hathaway look beautiful on the red carpet. So I was not surprised to see Zendaya dressed in this inspiring um, for the movie Dune 2 that she is in. Um, it's inspired by sandworms, an alien creature in the Dune films. And the bangs just have you guys seen this look? Because she I, Zendaya kills every look. I'm not surprised, yes. but she still has my jaw on the floor every time I see a picture of her. Absolutely. Yeah, she looked great. But yeah, definitely best week for La Roach because he got to sit front row seat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that arc. I love that redemption for him. That's amazing. All right. So you guys already know my best week winner. I'm super excited, guys. Who are Who's your best week ever winner this week? Our best week ever winner is Renee Rapp. Yeah. We're obsessed with her anyway. <laughs> like we talk about her all the time. I am too obsessed with her. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's a little scary, like how just into her life I'm in, I'm in right now. But she crushed it on SNL, and on SNL they have like really bad sound mixing or something. Like everybody always sounds terrible, and she just sounded wonderful, amazing, like best vocals ever. And so I love that for her. I think people. We're like maybe a little rude to her last week, but this week I think she's having her best week ever. She did come out as an ageist, which I didn't mind. When she explained why she is an ageist, I was like, I totally get it. I was 22 at your age and I remember bitches <laughs> coming to me, old bitches coming to me complaining about me just being 22. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest. I watched that interview and I was like, she's joking. Yeah. She's totally joking, and it's the Gen <laughs> Z humor that he just didn't understand, and so it just went over everyone's heads, and then people are, like, blasting her in the comments on that video, and I'm like, no, you guys just missed it. She was joking. It's not <laughs> Wait, I missed serious. this. What did she say? What did she say? <laughs> so she was on Watch What Happens Live, and they were playing a game, and they were, they asked her which housewives from Real Housewives of Potomac would you hang out with, and she said, you know what? I'd hang out with Karen Huger. She's the oldest, the eldest, the the grand madame. And she was like, even though I'm an ageist, like literally very flippant. <laughs> and they were like, wait, 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 what? You're an you're ageist? <laughs> and like even Giselle that. was just like, you know, you're going to grow old too. And she's like, I fear. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, to me, that's just her being funny. She is like so... Denny and I talked about this in our last episode about how she's kind of getting shit for not coming off as very media trained because she mm -hmm. is just so like flippant and like makes jokes and is just like very overly relaxed, I think, when she's doing videos and interviews. But I think that's just who she is. I love the post that she had on her Instagram where she's like, she needs to be media trained. And I'm yeah. like, no, don't go, don't take the classes. Don't. You're doing fine. <laughs> I know. 
but yeah no she's been killing it what I love her what I love about her most and I know I've said this before on the show she is a girl's girl the way that she handled Drew Barrymore when that stalker approached the stage the way um she answered about Tory Lanez and the Meg Thee Stallion of it all I I like I wish Renee Rapp was there in the beginning of 2020 when this whole shit went down with Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez because like Renee would have shut it down from the jump and we wouldn't have been talking about it you know what I mean like we would have all fucking believed Megan Thee Stallion as we should have a hundred percent I just she comes off as so mature I forget that she I think she like just turned 24 or something 23 she comes off as totally what you said like such a good friend and very like emotionally aware of all of the situations that she's in and I yeah I love her I'm not afraid to speak up I think that's the biggest thing Mm -hmm. like she just is herself and she's not afraid to stand up for what she believes in or call out a random bus driver that she thinks did her dirty (laughs) (laughs) I was about to mention that because she was like I hate your guts it was very Darla from like the little rascals you know what I mean (laughs) And I want to know if that's true. Like, it ha- has it come out? Like, has anyone found this business that she's approached? <laughs> Is this man okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a great winner. Yes, I love Renee Rapp. I need to see her more in things like, and more music with her and Meg Thee Stallion too. I would love to see that. The It's Not My Fault song is so hard to get out of my head but it's so good it's on repeat in my thoughts constantly <laughs> like it's just in the background <laughs> we are now at the end of my show where i ask my guests what their favorite song is from the early 2000s to 2010 guys i'm super excited because i actually have a little inside story about this but the year is 2005 and 2007 we're listening to Fallout Boy. We're listening to Sugar We're Going Down. <laughs> and thanks for the memories. Can you guys please tell me where were you when you first heard this song and what makes it your absolute favorite? Okay, I'll do minus Sugar We're Going Down, which Jenny and I did not plan this. We sent them <laughs> separate. <laughs> um, I don't remember where I was when I first heard it, although I've always loved the song because I just love that vibe. Like the early 2000s sort of like grungy pop was like just like my peak adolescence, you know, but I was on a work trip a couple of years ago and one of my like favorite managers, we, we did this like dinner cruise thing that was a karaoke, like kind of like party dinner cruise. And one of my favorite managers got up and did Sugar We're Going Down and like screamed the whole song and knew every word didn't need to look at the monitor at all and it was just like so hype and I was just like yes that is what I aspire to be so I'm gonna learn all the words to this and now that's my karaoke song so it's my favorite (laughs) yeah I love that what about you Jenny I actually almost picked Sugar We're Going Down separately from Megan like she said like we did not talk about this um but I picked Thanks for the Memories I remember that that was like the first song that got me into maybe you could say that's the first song that got me into pop culture and like getting obsessed with somebody because I got obsessed with Fall Out Boy after that. <laughs> I remember 
I downloaded the music video onto my tiny little iPod for like $1.29 or however much it used to cost. And I would watch it on replay. And Kim Kardashian was in that video. And I didn't even know who Kim Kardashian was. That's how young I was. <laughs> um, but I was like addicted to watching this music video. And then they were the first band that I ever saw in concert. And yeah, so it's like a very special song to me. I love that Kim Kardashian was in this music video because you can re-watching it I was like oh she really needed this music video <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah I feel like that was the time where like you could hire Kim to be at your birthday party like those were the days <laughs> yeah no job was too small I love that I too was a fallout boy fan um I remember the first time I heard them, I, I was in my lunch table in high school. It was like 2004 and my friend brought the CD and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Way before Pete Wentz was in the picture. And then, um, so my little history about Fall Out Boy, my friend Katrina Bowden, I worked with her in Abercrombie and Fitch in Garden State Mall in New Jersey and she is now like a famous actress. She was in 30 Rock. But when we were friends, she was actually in the dance dance music video. She plays the blonde girl who kind of like pokes fun at him and like laughs at him and dances like sexily erotically on the dance floor. <laughs> wow. And I just remember just being like, holy shit, you're on a fallout boy music video. A huge <laughs> and deal. And you're here greeting customers with me at Abercrombie and Fitch. Like, how is nobody noticing you? And you're right. Like, fallout boy, like, really is like a pop culture moment because it was on, I'm pretty sure they were on One Tree Hill. I remember them being everywhere on MTV. Like, they were conquering, like, all, like, punk cafes you know what I mean like <laughs> I just remember wearing like my studded belt listening to fallout boy like I that totally. is the fashion <laughs> but yeah that is my fallout boy story and I just love that you guys brought out fallout boy because it's been a very long while since I listened to them but did you guys know that they play the theme song for spidey and friends no. And the only reason why I know this, it's because my daughter watches that show. She's four. She's going to be four and she loves Spidey and the Amazing Friends. It's like a kiddie show. And the intro of the song, I was like, this song rocks. I was like, it sounds a little <laughs> too familiar. Looked it up. Lo and behold, it's freaking Fallout Boy. Wow. <laughs> I love awesome. that. That's incredible. <laughs> so that's what they're up to these days. I know. Making, um, kids making music for my kids now <laughs> <laughs> oh my god jenny megan thank you so much for being on my show i had so much fun and i hope you guys can come back again i would love to have you on again can you please let my listeners know where they can find you or if you have anything else to plug in you guys can follow us at what we're watching pod on both instagram and tiktok and we had such a good time. This was so much fun. I feel like we love any excuse to like ramble about our favorite celebrities and what's going on in pop culture. So thank you for having us. Yeah, yes. thank you so much. Please come back again. I had so much fun.
Chuck it and pull it.